That is awesome. We are very excited for this outreach. Um, like we said, is is and for now, we're going to go and train the leaders to be ready for next year because they will then need to help us to go out into the you know the villages and to bring the good news. Um, yeah, to the people. So, um, but bef bef before we start, um, I just felt while we were worshiping that the Lord put on my heart Matthew five verse seven, ah, uh, verse six. Matthew five verse six, and that's that's been something that's also been on my heart these last weeks. Okay, and it says. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. And I believe that the Lord is stirring within us, within our church, a new hunger for Him and for His work. He's stirring it up because he, he wants us to, to focus on Him more than on ourselves. And He says in His words, it's a, a, a promise that he, he makes. He says that when we hunger for Him, for His righteousness, we shall be filled. Spiritual hunger is the um, is the currency of the kingdom. So the more we hunger for him, the more he will f fill us up. Amen? Amen. And also, um, I believe there's someone here as well this, um, today with a, a lower back pain on the which side I'm lying on the left hand side so if that you um, afterwards I just want to to pray for you amen yeah. amen Jackie are you all right there with the camera <laughs> I'm just checking in okay um, let's pray we thank you Lord for this great day we so thank you, Lord, for this amazing weather. We thank you, Lord, that you gave this to us as well as a gift, that creation testifies about you as well, Lord God, about your goodness and your grace. And I pray, Lord, again, that you will open up our hearts today, that you will open up our spiritual eyes and ears today so that we will hear what you speak. And that what you speak will take root within our hearts. We thank you for your love, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Yes, Lord, and I pray that if there is any hindrance now in the spirit, Lord, that prevents us from hearing your word, that you will remove that from your presence right now, Lord God. Because we are now in your house. This is your place you are present here there is no place for anything else lord but you and your glory 
We thank you for that, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's good to have you all here again. Um, it's just interesting. Everyone is on the <laughs> right-hand side. It's good. On the right-hand side of God. That's awesome. It's biblical to sit on this side. So the people on this side, I'm just, I'm just saying, yes. <laughs> did you hear the, go- um, the Lord speak this morning or not? <laughs> we'll talk about that later. So anyway, so I'll start off today again with a question. I like to ask because it, it begins to make us think. Who of you here hear the Lord speak on a daily basis? By raise of hand, on a daily basis. Awesome. Who of you, you, you guys here struggle to hear his voice? That should be all the others. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you guys are shy, not wanting to, uh, to raise your hands. But it's interesting, these last few weeks we've seen, we, when we sit with people and we pray with them, that 99% of the people ask us how to hear God speak. They can't hear Him. And for this season that we are in now, I mean, that is crucial. We need to be able to hear God speak, not on a Sunday through us, but every day for ourselves, we need to hear the Lord speak. And that's what I'm going to speak about today. We struggle to hear God speak like consistently um, every day. And when we hear something, it's like, is it him speaking? Is it the enemy speaking? Is it my own mind? Sometimes we hear a voice or something and should we act on it? And when we act on it, it's, it's as if nothing happens. So what's this whole thing about hearing his voice and how does it work? Many of us, we ask, does God still speak today to us anyway? I mean, we can't hear, we can't see. Where is God? And now we we begin to be led by our circumstances. You know, what, what feels right and what feels good, that must be God, and we do that. And Scripture says not all that feels right and feels good is of, of, of God. It, it actually leads to destruction and death. There's a, a picture on your TV. Um, I'm going to give my age away now, so I'm just... Who of you recognizes this type of TV? Like we, we had... Okay. I love my church. It's like all the same age. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, so we actually had one of these in our homes. It's ridiculous. I think we still have it in a box somewhere. Um, but, you know, guys, there's, there's always a TV signal that comes through the airwaves 24-7. 
this thing needs to be switched on and tuned in to be able to see what's in the airwaves. That's how it works. Okay, so if you don't see and if you don't hear what's on the screen, it doesn't mean that there is no signal transmitting. It's more, it's not switched on or it's not tuned into the signal. The same way the Lord speaks to us. He speaks to us 24-7. If we don't hear him speak, it means we're not tuned into him. So we are like TV. We need to be tuned in to the, 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 the frequency of God. So like I... If we don't hear him speak, we need to fix our transceivers. So, um, these last years, last few years since I've joined Leaven of Word, the Lord used me a lot to, to pray for people for healing, and they got healed for, to um, release prophetic words in our church. Um, and it all became true, and not to speak highly of myself, so that's, that's not my point is, but what I want to, to, to tell you today is that if the Lord can use someone like me with my mistakes and faults and lifestyle I had, then, then he can use anyone, he can speak to anyone, and anyone can hear his voice. Amen? Amen. So, I hope today that what we will um, sp speak about will guide you today into hearing God's voice more clearly and to have that spiritual thirst and hunger for Him more than for our own things. Amen? So, um, today is a bit of a risky thing, so... Because why? When you hear this today, you have no excuse when you walk out these doors to say you can't hear God's voice. There will be no more excuses. And when you walk out today, when you hear his voice, it's not if but when, you can have a changed life, a radically changed life. And that's what I hope for each of of you today here. God is constantly speaking to us, corporately but also individually. Let's um, turn our Bibles for the people that have them here or our version notes. It's also on there. Let's turn to John 10 and we're going to read from this verse 3 to verse 5. John 10 verse 3 to 5. And we're going to start from verse 3, and I'm going to read from the New King James Version. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Verse 4. 
And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And verse 5, yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. And I just wanted to go back again to verse 3, if you guys can put that on the screen. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. So this is the story of a good shepherd, Jesus, and he, he talks about the sheep that hear his voice, and the sheep that hear his voice will follow him into the tent pen, um, that they will enter the sheepfold. Now, if we just have a look again at verse 3, it says there that the sheep, um, will what? Will? Okay, can we say that again? So, the sheep will what? Will? Hear his voice. Does it say, to him the doorkeeper opens and the sheep will hear his voice? Not my translation. The sheep may hear his voice. The sheep can hear his voice. What else can I use? Um, the sheep should hear his voice. No, it says, the sheep hear his voice. So it means when you're a believer, when you're a child of Christ and you truly believe in him, you hear his voice. If not, then this is false. So we all hear his voice. The thing is, it says that, but it's like, yeah, but I, I don't feel it, I don't see it, I don't experience that reality I don't hear his voice. So then that must be a lie. Right? Again, that's our feeling and experiences, which is not necessarily the truth. The truth is we can, oh, we do hear his voice. Done. It's, it's, it's more that we don't recognize it when he speaks to us. As simple as that. So we all hear his voice. God's voice, um, you, you can put it on the next one, Lauren. God's voice opens your spirit to comprehend and perceive d destiny and future. His voice sets you free. His voice brings you life. Amen. Amen. His voice sets you free. His voice bring you life. So we hear all the time, uh, uh, many people say, you know what, I also want to hear his voice. Because it's, it's good to hear his voice. But no, they want to hear his voice, but no. But no, why? 
we all know, it's, it's on our hearts, we know what when we hear God's voice, it'll come for a, with a request of commitment and obedience. And when he speaks to us, many times he asks us for commitment and obedience, for a change of lifestyle to come to him. And when we change our, our, our lifestyle, we need to sacrifice some things. So we like to hear his voice, but, but not. Yeah? Yes? No? Okay. So, how do we hear God speak daily? How do we hear God speak daily? Number one is, we need to believe that God speaks daily to you. You need to believe that God speaks every day to you. That's number one. And if we look at um, scriptures, if you guys can turn to James 1 verse 6. James 1 verse 6. Let me know when you're there. James 1 verse 6. It says there, But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. I'm going to read that again. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed in the wind. Oh, I always say, when in doubt, no. <laughs> so when you, make a, when you have to make a, a, a decision in life and you feel doubt, no. Because why? Scripture says that when we ask, ask in faith with what? No doubting. So doubting is not what God wants for you. If you have that, the answer is no. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. So the thing is, many Christians believe that the Lord speaks, but not to them. He speaks through us here in front, the platform, but not to them individually. There's a, 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 a saying, and I've said this before many times, what you believe, you become. So the more you believe God does not speak to you, the less you will hear him. So we need to believe that God still speaks, and he still speaks to you every day. So we need to change our focus and believe that God, God loves us and that he speaks to each and every one of us. Amen? And another one is, 
um, um, unbelief chokes the supernatural. Unbelief chokes the supernatural. Amen? Why do I say that? Is that in the scripture? Yes? Okay. You guys all right? Are you with me today? You're pretty quiet. In Matthew 13, it's not on the screen, but there was a town where Jesus could not do miracles because of the unbelief of the people. How hectic is that? He couldn't do miracles because of the unbelief of the people. No, that's not our church. We are a believing church. We are expecting church. So he can do whatever he wants in our church. And then also, when we believe, it activates our faith. When we believe, it, it makes our faith real. It makes it come alive. It, it takes it from just there to action. Amen? Amen. Okay. Because what we see in the world is we, we all act and live our lives according to what we believe. So we need to, to, to take what we believe and to consider that, that is there something that we believe that restricts us from hearing His voice? Amen? Number two... A place of peace. Number two, a place of peace. If we turn to Luke 5 verse 16 quickly. Luke 5 verse 16. And it says there, So he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. So he himself, it's Jesus, often withdrew in, in the wilderness and prayed. So, like us, Jesus also had a pretty intense life. Like he went around and had crusades and talked to, to people and people come to him all the time. But he knew that within, within his, his ministry, he needed to take some time out for himself and to go and just receive and hear when his, his dad speaks to him. So we can take that, and that as an example. Like we must have peace every day, every day, when we want to hear God speak every day. Amen? Yeah. One thing that, that, he, that hinders us is our Busy, full lifestyles. Like something we've seen, and I've, I've seen it with myself as well. People come into church like, hey, how's your, how's your week been? <laughs> busy. It's been busy. It's been full. Yeah, it's hectic. But you know what? I'm thankful for my job, for work. Yay. But we're busy. Busy, busy, busy. Like there's, there's something that we, we, we struggle to just have a, a boxy date, just nothing. We need to fill it up with something, with an activity or driving somewhere or camping or fishing or TV is on with whatever is on TV. Just 
but we struggle to just be quiet and receive and hear the Lord. We need to fill up our time. It's like, I don't know, is it a defensive mechanism or what? Like, we need to fill up our time. We can't be quiet. And that's, that's something that restricts us from hearing God's voice, that constant busy with things that, that seems good, but, but again, it's worldly things. It doesn't build the kingdom. It doesn't help us to hear God's voice. I lost my, my place now. Huh. But anyway, so we need to make time in our lives to actually hear Him speak. And to, he, to hear Him speak, it means we should not. Because <laughs> we, we like to talk to God. Like we also need to give Him a chance to speak to us. Like for instance... Um, just the practical things. Like I still do some photography, you know, for weddings and stuff. And always, when I drive somewhere for a wedding, if it's like one hour, two hours drive or whatever, then usually I put on music to to just you know make the drive shorter. But these last few months, I try not to put on anything, not even worship music, not even a t- teaching, just it, it works for me, just that I can actually hear him speak straight from the source, not through someone else, which is not wrong, but it's just something that works for me. So I make my time wherever I can, but I make that time to hear God speak. Amen? Who likes to gym? I used to, uh, yeah, that's just something I'm on the side, but I, I used to to have some quite interesting beats in my ears to help me to exercise. You know, I need that noise in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> Work the weights, but you can't see it now. It's, <laughs> it's a lost cause anyway. One day my body will be glorified. <laughs> anyway, but but even now... When I exercise, I, I tune into God and I ask Him to speak, even then. Because we give Him too little, a little of our time. We need to, to, um, to give God more time. Where am I? Um, yes, I'm just all over the, the place now. Okay, so... When we are at peace, it's much easier for us to receive from the Lord. Like sometimes you just sit there and there's this random imprint of a scripture or something that the Lord just uh, 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 um, he puts that on your mind. And he does that for a reason. He wants you to do something with that. So, but he can only do that when we are tuned in to him. Sometimes God seems quiet as if he does not speak to us. For some of us, it's hours. For some of us, it's days or weeks. And for some, it's 
years where the Lord says nothing. Says nothing. What do we do? We ask him, why not? Lord, why do you not speak? Is there something that he said before that he asked you to do and you didn't do it yet? Because why should he give you something new if you haven't responded on what he asked you before? So if he doesn't speak to you, ask him, Lord, why not? Is there something that I, I, I missed? Is there something you asked that I didn't do? Amen? Amen. Thank you, Marissa. The, the, uh, yeah, a, a, a cup bearer. I don't lose your head. Anyway, it's a biblical joke. Um, number three. Remove hindrances. Remove hindrances. Let's look at Hebrews 12, verse 1. Hebrews 12, verse 1. You guys there? It says, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. I'm going to... Read it as well from the Amplified. It's not on the screen. It says there, in the Amplified, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping of every unnecessary weight, and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. Let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us. So it, 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 it talks about stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. Stripping off every weight. It's all those things that keep us from hearing God. Whatever that may be in your life. For each one, it's something else. Like I have to watch myself as well. I like to fill up my time. You can ask Marissa. She's like, do you want to do that also today? But yes, there's time. So, hey. My wife, is, it's a good thing she's there. <laughs> I married a good thing, according to Proverbs. <laughs> it is a good thing. She, she, she lets me know when I fill up my time too much and I don't hear God. So anyway, there will always be hindrances. Some things that's a, that that's a hindrance is, for instance, we do not believe he speaks. So the more we, we believe it, it hinders us, that we, we begin to 
to live a life of he doesn't speak to us. Traditions. God speaks through the prophet and the apostle, the man in front on the, 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 the platform only. So that's why we, we come to church traditionally. We come to church and we receive from the dude that's standing there. And then that's our word for the week. That's, that's enough. But that's wrong. That's a hindrance. It's a hindrance because the Lord speaks through each and every one of us. Not just through the, the man on the platform. Amen. The busyness with nothing. Again, I, I put this on all the time. You fill your time with activities that appears worthwhile. But it steals our ability to hear from God. And number four on this, um, there will be interesting thing is, is um, we think we know what the Lord is saying. What do I mean by that? Um, I mean, like we hear his voice, you know, but it's like I hear it for, for Sam. Like the Lord says Sam has changed that in her lifestyle and that and that and you know what? Hmm. Maybe 99% of the time when you hear from the Lord, it's about what you should change in your life to come closer to him. But we like to project that to others because, you know, we are all sorted. So the fourth hindrance is that we assume we know what he is saying. Amen. Okay, number, where am I? Number three is removing hindrances. Number four is activate what God speaks. Number four, activate what God speaks. If we can turn to Luke 6, verse 46 to 49. Luke 6, verse 46 to 49. You still all right? You still with me? Yeah? The people on the, the right-hand side, you still good? And the left-hand side, you're all... Yay! Okay. Verse 46. But why... Do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? Verse 47. Whoever comes to me, to Jesus, and hears my saying, so you hear what is being taught, his teachings, his voice, and does them, so you respond to them, I will show you whom he is like. Verse 48, we get the answer there. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the streams beat vehemently, I hope I say that right, against the house and could not shake it. For it was founded on the rock. Verse 49. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the, on the earth without a foundation. Against 
which the stream beat vehemently, and immediately it fell. And there's the hard one. And the ruin of that house was great. Verse 46 again that says, But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? In this season we are in now, and the one that will come, we cannot afford to not hear him, and when we hear his voice, not act upon it. We can't afford it. How many of us, and I know it's not in our church, it's maybe other ones, but when we leave here on a Sunday, that's, that's where we leave what we heard also that Sunday. Like we don't go home and talk to our families or friends about what we've heard, about how to apply what we've heard, and talk about Jesus and about his things, about his kingdom. It just stays here and we'll see you all next week. We need to we need to put more value on God's word. He speaks truths to us in his word. He reveals to us more about ourselves but more about him in his word. Amen. So we need to write down what we hear from him because he speaks to us, to our lives, to our purposes in life, to where he wants us to go. So we need to respond. We need to respond when he speaks. If we respond, we're obedient. If we do not respond, we sin. We are not obedient. So if you are here today and he says you feel like mm, I should come and serve and you just don't sign up and come and serve no offense but you don't respond to the the unshining the the poke a Facebook poke that he puts in your side like Shh, come so you need to respond responding is obedience if not it's sin And we need to be proactive and put what we hear into action. We need to be proactive and put what we hear into action. So if we read Matthew 7 verse 7, I think it's on the screen there. It says, and I love this, I actually figured this out last night. <laughs> Quite interesting. It says, verse 7, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find knock and it will be open to you so um, ask seek and knock it's all actions it's all you got to do something it's not just our faith in jesus and then that's it i let him do all the work he needs you to take action he needs you to ask 
to seek, to knock on his door, and he will answer you. And I love that the ask, seek, knock, it's also a, I'm not sure what you call that, transla- a what? Acronym. That's uh, uh, my English skills. Uh, ask, seek, knock. It's an acronym for you need to ask, you need to take action. Amen? The, th- the thing is that many of us, we believe all these things that yes, he speaks, or yes, this, and yes, that, but we do not put into practice what we believe. And that's one of the things why we don't hear him speak to us. Number five, practice, practice, practice. Practice, practice, practice. Let's look at Hebrew 5, verse 14. Hebrews 5, verse 14. Guys can turn there. And it says, But solid food belongs to those who are full of age. Who is full of age? That is those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So if you want to be a, a, um, a, 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 a believer that, that moves away from milk, you want to eat solid food, you want to hear the deepest things of the Lord about what He reveals about Himself, His kingdom. If you want to hear Him speak, you need to get off the milk about the happy messages. You need to put in effort sacrifice, be obedient, and respond to what he says, and practice it, practice it, like it's, like everything else, you need to practice to, to make it stronger, to grow in it, amen, does this make sense so far guys, yeah, so you need to exercise your senses that you can discern both good and evil, and it's okay to practice these things. It's okay to, to um, you know, to get someone to, to, to ask a, f- a friend, you know what, um, I want to try something today. I heard this from the Lord, but I just want to check, did I hear right? Did I respond in the right way? Do you know, just ask someone that, that, um, that you know and you can trust and see what they think. Um, ask... And if you make a mistake, it's also fine. I call it you failing forward. It's not a, it's not a wrong thing to make mistakes. Like I still make many mistakes in this area. Make notes. See, when you heard something and now you know good, it's, it's, it's good, it's 100%, you heard right. Make notes what happened, how the Lord spoke to you. What was the circumstances? And that's, and that's how you learn. And you can also ask God to help you. Like, I do that a lot. Like, God, this is, this is not my thing. How, how should I do it? Train me. Show me. And he does. He answers. Amen. Amen. So, um, in conclusion, Conclusion, 
there's no one specific way that the Lord speaks. He speaks to everyone a different way. We can't put God in a box. And these next few, um, these next few weeks, we're going to speak more about, about this, and we're going to go a little bit more in-depth on hearing His voice. Today was just a little bit of an intro thing to make you hungry for it, and I hope it worked. And I hope it worked. And something that I want you guys to to know is that each and everyone here today are made in the image of God. Do you agree or not? Yes? Who says yes? Okay. So we're all made in the image of God. It says in 1 Corinthians 2 as well, verse um, 16, that we have the mind also of Christ. So if you are a believer, your mind gets replaced by the mind of Christ. So we can think like he thinks. We can see what he sees. We can hear what he hears. So when we are, are made in his image and we have the mind of Christ, again, there's, there's, none, there's nothing that can remove from us that we um, are unable to hear his voice. Like we all hear his voice. So I want you, I want to um, to leave you with this this um, a thought that we saw today that each and every one of us can clearly hear God's voice. If you are a believer and you sit here today and you say, "But I do not hear His voice," what are you going to do about it? You need to do something about it. Like you can't walk out here, come back next week and say the same thing. Like I can't hear his voice. Like you have to do something about it. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to mask of you a commitment of some sort and a sacrifice. Amen. God is calling us all loud and clear. The, the question is, will we respond to him? Hmm. Will you respond to him? Thank you, Jesus. When Jesus came to earth, he came for a reason. He came for each and every one of us here, and he wants us to be reconciled with the Father. So if, if we sit here today, if there's someone here today as well that haven't responded yet to that call to come back 
to Jesus, to accept Him as your Lord and your Savior. Now is the time. He's calling you now. He's speaking to you now to come back and accept Him as His Lord, as your Lord and your Savior. The more you might be today here, you might be a believer, but you feel you've drifted away. Again, God is calling you. He says to you, you know what? You may have drifted away. You may want to run away, but I'm the good shepherd. I'm going to come and I'm calling you back. If you don't come back, I'm going to go and fetch you, but you will come back to me. And he wants you to recognize that and come back to him to respond. So again, also if that is you today, I ask you to be bold within yourself and tell the Lord, like, yes, my answer is yes. Yes, I will respond. Yes, I will come back to you. Yes, I will surrender my life to you. Because we do not know what's going to happen this afternoon or tomorrow. There is no more time. We can't play church anymore. Now is your time. He's talking to you. Do not wait. Amen. The reward that he has for us is worth it. It's worth answering the call. It's worth that sacrifice. It's worth that commitment. Let's just pray. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for a great day. We, th we thank you, Lord, that you are a loving God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are the great sh shepherd. We thank you, Lord, that we can be your sheep. Now, Lord, as a church, we come before you today. And we say, Lord, yes, we want to hear your voice. We want to hear your voice clearly, Lord God. We want to be a church that's not influenced by outside noises and opinions, but we solely focus on you and what you call us for, Lord Jesus. And all of us here, Lord God, want to hear your voice. And I pray, Lord, that you will speak to us like the prophets of old, Lord God. That you will clearly speak to us, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that you will come and take hold of our spiritual senses, our eyes, ears, touch, smell, taste. And, Lord God, tune them in into, into that we can receive and hear your voice and no one else's voice. Make your voice clear, Lord Jesus. Make your voice clear. Yes, Lord, we submit our senses to you, our spiritual senses, especially, Lord God. We submit them to you, Lord God. Like it says in your word, let spirit communicate with spirit, because you, Lord God, are spirit. We thank you, Lord. 
I pray, Lord, that you will give us grace in this season to discern your voice, to pick up on your voice clearly between all the noise. Thank you, Jesus. And I pray, Lord, as well, that when you speak, that we recognize it's you speaking and that we can respond on that because we clearly know it's you, Lord God. And I pray for each and everyone as well today, Lord, that you will come and that you will reveal to them as they sit now what it is that hinders them from hearing your voice. Yes, Holy Spirit, I pray that right now you will come and touch everyone here and reveal to them what hinders them from hearing your voice. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Reveal to them right now, Lord God, what blocks from clearly hearing your voice. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I pray, Lord, that what you just showed the people, Lord God, that you will also give them the grace and the faith to overcome that with the help of you, Holy Spirit, that you will help us to overcome that which stops us from hearing your word. I know, Lord God, you doesn't, um, you don't just remove things, but you take us through them. So take us through that, Lord God, through whatever stops us from hearing your voice. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and your faith. And I pray, Lord, in this next week that you will speak to us about our lives, our purposes, our families. Fill us afresh this morning, Lord Jesus. Fill us afresh, and I pray for more spiritual and mental alertness, Lord God. We do not want to miss when you speak to us. Yes, Lord, we all have the mind of Christ. We thank you for that, Jesus. And I declare, Lord, today, that we shall be a church that is known for hearing your voice and responding to you. We thank you for that, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, and we thank you, Jesus. We honor your name. We bless your name. Amen. 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 hope you guys had an awesome day, and I hope there's something that you picked up from today next week we're going to go a little bit deeper and the week thereafter a little bit more so please don't miss a service it's going to be good you're good we'll see you outside for a cup of coffee Um, if there's anyone the person with the back please come to me anyone else for prayer me Marissa will be here amen enjoy the Sunday